What's up, everybody? Thanks again for listening to another episode of the DVO Show. Now, I just saw this morning that the YouTube app had an update. Thank goodness, because I'm afraid that on this episode, my YouTube video is might be missing. So uh, hopefully with this update, it, it, it corrects it and I can go back into YouTube or contact YouTube and find that video. If not, I want to apologize to this week's guest, Ryan Glenn, if I have lost the YouTube video, um, which kind of frustrates me and I'm just trying to trying to smile over it. But anyway, on this week's episode, I bring Ryan Glenn on. He is the co-owner of the Junction Pizzeria and Grill in multiple locations in Utah, plus also the owner of his new restaurant, Pie and Fry, out in Ogden, Utah. So he has some great concepts, some great ideas of what he's doing with his restaurants. I, it just sounds amazing. So um, on this episode, we talk about a lot of fun topics. We also get into, you know, his journey on the uh, restaurant business and, and entrepreneur path. Plus, also, he has some great tips for you guys listening if you have, are ever thinking about opening up your own restaurant. So enjoy this whether you're uh, driving in the car laying in bed uh, working out whatever it is that you do uh, enjoy another episode of the dvo show thanks for listening hey good afternoon good morning good evening whenever you're watching or listening to the dvo show i am your host dvo derek van otten and i'm here with my friend ryan glenn hey how you doing ryan hey doing good buddy Good. So we met recently at a friend's house. Uh, shout out to Bull, actually. So we met over at his <laughs> Hi, house. Hi, Ralph. <laughs> Ralph. Is that what you call him? I'm the only one. That's funny. I like that. <laughs> now more people will, maybe. I'm the only one. <laughs> so uh, we met over there. We were talking. Uh, found out you run a couple restaurants. Indeed. And you brought this delicious strawberry cream pie. <laughs> yeah. We'll get into that in a moment. Um, that was damn good. My sister-in-law, she actually was talking about it later. I told, him, I told her we were going to get together and record a podcast together and she goes the guy that made that pie i said yeah she goes it was so good like i was thinking about it later <laughs> like she loved it that's what i want to hear yeah so that's yeah. awesome oh, so yeah. uh so you started off um your first business venture i assume so the first one was yeah. uh, my partner and i bought a failing i don't know, failing a restaurant in park city called devonza's that wasn't doing oh, very, okay. it was not doing very well okay we basically paid you know equipment and a little bit of goodwill and we ran that for a couple of years with the intention of buying his other location. Okay. And when the time came, he decided he didn't want to sell that. Oh. <laughs> you know, a couple of years in. So that's how we became the junction. We ended up opening it in uh, with his cousin in Heber, rebranding okay. our Park City store. And then about 18 months later, we opened in Midvale. All right. So you had the, the junction, junction yeah. uh, pizzeria, yep. hamburgers. Yeah. A lot of different stuff. Lots of different stuff. All right. Yeah. And that's how my new place came to be. So Pie and Fry is easier <laughs> all right so that's a new business pie yeah, and fry pie and fry i love this concept and i'll have you share it um this concept is this is your brainchild right yeah this yeah. is something you just came up with on your own um, so what i i just took everything i liked at the junction and i decided to get rid of everything i hated okay and build this sense. weird you know and i've taken pieces of it from places uh -huh. um you know like there's a place on the east coast called love and pizza 
All they right. use an oven in there. You know, the oven I'm using, and they're similar. And and I, you know, all these mod pizzas and kind of the kind of that style. It's a little bit of okay. that. But I don't think their quality is ever very good. Got it. So I tried to build a model there and and also be quicker. I mean, one of the problems we have at the junction is we cook everything fresh. Okay. Which, which sounds great. Yeah, that sounds great. You know, until you're lying out the door and it's lunch and people have 30 minutes and then it's like... Yeah, they're rushing and they're getting yeah. angry. And, and that is a problem we didn't run into in Park City and Heber just because the clientele is different. Sure, but in Midvale, it, it turned into a giant issue. <laughs> so, you know, among other things. But, you're right. Yeah. Um, so it's been interesting. So, yeah, so this new place is designed to where that doesn't happen. As long nice. as you're prepared, you can basically serve food indefinitely. And this is almost like a self-serve type of situation? Um, it's, it's more like fast food. It, so what I'm trying to do, it's really funky to explain. Well, and I like it because you did explain it, and I can tell you struggle explaining because yeah. it's different. It's, I love it. Nobody's doing it. Yeah. So there's no way, like, okay. Like to compare good, it. Right. Yeah, like a good example is so we're doing smothered fries with gravies and chili verdes yeah. and all that stuff. Um, that sounds so good. But people look at it and go, well, which one should I, you know, what should I order? Uh-huh. So we got sample spoons, like little Baskin oh. Robbins sample spoons. Yeah. And that's, but that slows down the whole ordering process too. So we've had to figure out, yeah. yeah, so we're trying to figure out how to get new people that are coming in, how to get them that experience okay. without delaying people that already know what they want. And what we've been doing is we've just basically been going out, almost like Chick-fil-A. Where they run out and take their order. Oh, got so it. if they get busy, they actually go take a tablet out and go take orders. Yes. So we've basically been doing that. Oh, okay. Although we're not using a tablet, um, the goal is to not have a, have a kitchen printer. Nice. Because I hate it. I, hate I get it. I have nightmares about them. Right. I hate the noise. Like, so you're talking about just text or email? Oh, so what we're, what we're actually doing is when people order, yeah, text, email, receipt, as little paper as possible. I like it. Um, trying to keep it super simple on the, like, the paper products so we don't have as much ordering. The keep your overhead low, too. Yeah. The idea, well, and eventually I'll be able to buy. Things from like uh, like out of the country, like I'll be able to buy ten thousand pizza boxes that are uh, logoed, yes, and store them. And because I only have one size pizza, it doesn't matter. I'll go through them. And that's probably my next project, actually. As soon as I get a life again, uh, but yeah, so we'll do that. And you know, and the whole concept was set up to be so streamlined and easy that you basically are. Once you get busy, you're it's fast food. You're assembly. Yeah. You're cooking it. The quality's better because we're doing all the work on the back end. Uh -huh. um, but when we're actually in service. All we have to do is talk to customers, prepare the food, run it out, make sure they get what they need. So it's, it's really a like customer-friendly kind of thing. Yeah. You know, and, and, and without going too, I hate going like for the fast food concept, without going too far right. in that direction. Okay. Yeah. So someone like me, I walk in and I just, I just load up my fries. The first thing I would do is hand you, I go, do you like spicy food? If you okay. said, and then I would say, if you said yes, I would hand you something spicy to try. And All if right. you said no, I'd hand you something not spicy. Okay. <laughs> I mean, and then if you liked it, I go, well, what about this one? Okay. And then we'd go from there. All right. And then you, you <laughs> smother my fries. Yes. We smother your fries. Oh, man. That sounds so good. Yeah. Like, like red curry, my, probably my favorite. Our chili verde is nice. really good. Like really, really good. good. chili verde. Yeah. Yeah. It's, in fact, I think we, you know, somebody says maybe the best in Ogden. Which, uh, All right. I don't know. I mean, you know. I think it's good. Don't get me wrong. I think it's good. I'm up to the challenge to see if it is the best in Ogden. I'm up for that yeah, challenge. Me, me too. <laughs> Taste test it all. I haven't found one better. I've been trying it. Okay. Nice to know. Yeah. So. And so, so you, you, you smother your fries, mm -hmm. and then you got toppings. Yeah. Too, we also, so basically the way it works is um, the pizza toppings double as salad toppings. It's basically a Subway in a lot of ways. Like the, okay. the setup. I don't want to, like, not the quality, the setup of it. Yes. Where, Basically, this, these are the ingredients we have, and they go on everything. Ah. And that's where we're having trouble with it. We need a little more structure. Is people go, well, I don't know what to put on my pizza, like, which I would have never guessed. 
<laughs> or salads. Funny. Nobody can order a salad. They just stare at the board and go, I don't know. Yeah. Lettuce? <laughs> right. Yeah, sure. Yeah, lettuce. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, yeah so I, I don't know. That, that's been one we've had some struggles with, and it kind of cracks me up because it's such a, uh, just such a, I would have never guessed. You know what actually the funniest thing about it is? Okay. Is I thought would have thought it was simple because I'm like, man, it's just like you walk in and you just tell us what you want. We, right. just, make, we just make that. I mean, it sounds simple to me. Yeah. yeah. But it, it's been like shockingly complicated. But once in a while, we'll have somebody walk in who gets it like instantly. Nice. Like Brandy and they'll just be like, oh, I want that. I want that weird sauce on my pizza. You know, and you're, and I don't know if it's like a the way their brain organizes. Yeah. It's like closer to the way my brain organizes. <laughs> I'm, right. not, I'm not sure what it is. but. <laughs> so you've got, yeah, you've got fries. Uh, then you've got pizza pie, dessert pie, mm -hmm. salad, wings, and wings. Oh, and the wings are kind of the outlier; they're kind of funky. But the reason we do wings is we poach them, and we take oh. the liquid from the poached wings. Okay. Basically, we use the wings to make stock that yeah, we put in yeah. our chili verde. You know, right. we use that as a base. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's okay. What, that's what we're doing. Perfect. And then, you, then you, since you did that with the chicken, I just fry them up and. Yeah. Them and then wings. we fry them, and uh, we haven't got to this point yet because we're not quite this busy. But when we get busy, we'll fry a bunch. In advance, we'll keep them in a warmer, and then when somebody orders them, we'll basically run them through the pizza oven. Ah, so the idea yeah. is that the pizza oven can, you know, if you want cheese fries, you run it through the same pizza oven. Oh yeah, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. That's kind of the concept of it. Is well, everything's simple. built around a, a pizza oven? Yeah, so it'll be it's, simple and, and then much faster. Yeah, though. and it's a funky oven. It's a, it's like a turbo chef. It looks, it's like this weird little oven, uh -huh. and people don't believe it'll it'll cook a pizza, but it and it gets hot, <laughs> like hot, hot. Now I want to talk about the idea you got up with this because. It clicked right away when you said it. Where'd you, guys, where'd you get the idea for some other fries? Um, you know, I Canada. Yeah. I went to Canada and uh, loved poutine. Ate it everywhere. Right. So I came back and put it on the menu at the Junction. Okay. And it did pretty well. Actually, what was funny is it didn't do well in Park City. Okay. But it, because we had an established clientele, it did really well in Heber and then it did really even better in Midvale. And that makes sense because me and my brother on our other podcast, we were talking about like we wanted to do something from different parts of the world. We thought, let's do something on Canada and try different snacks. Mm -hmm. And I Googled and yep. Yelp reviewed best poutine in Utah and the junction came yeah. up. Yeah. And it's, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's good. And ours, it's stupid because it's stupid simple. I just, right. I just make good gravy and we use pizza cheese. That's it. Oh, we don't okay. actually use the curd, which always pisses off all the Canadians. But, <laughs> but I'm not ordering cheese curd. So. All right, all right. But yeah, no. So anyway, so we did that. Did pretty well. Um, I started doing chili verde because I just like it. I just put it on. Yeah. And, you know, we do it on tacos. And we just do all kinds Tortillas, of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Exactly. And we do tacos at our Park City store. Although we've I've eliminated them at all the other stores because they're a nightmare <laughs> to prepare. It's just kind of like a hodgepodge. Um, which is kind of how we got to pie and fries. I was kind of tired of the hodgepodge, okay. training people on weird stuff. So I was like, we're just gonna, I'm gonna build a system where it's easy to train, easy to operate, yeah, and we can just control our product, um, which has worked so far. I mean, a couple right. months. We've only been open, I think, three months now. But no, it's, it's great. And you're up in Ogden. Yep, we're in Ogden, uh, downtown, kind of by the Temple. Okay. You know, there's 25th Street. That's how I actually ended up in Ogden. Is I wanted to open our uh, Midvale Junction. We opened there. I actually wanted oh. to open in Ogden. Oh, okay. And and you know, I, you know, I had partners and wives, and nobody wanted to do it. So. Okay. <laughs> so we right. ended up in Midvale. And then, so did you go to Canada and try poutine? <laughs> yeah. So I, I went ah. on vacation. Okay. So did the Canada thing. Went on vacation. Um, came back. Put it on the menu. And I did the same thing. We went to England probably two and a half, three years ago. Okay. With my wife. Um, so we went over there, and they do curry on their fries. Everywhere wow. you go, they dip uh, curry. Like, they, you, know, you just like green curry on the side. Yeah. And I love curry anyways. I do too. So I was like, that's fantastic. <laughs> and we went to a place that was like this little hole in the wall Thai place. <clears throat> okay. Um, I'm trying to think exactly where it was. Somewhere in London. 
and they don't even, they didn't have tables. They were next to a park, and you would just order and then go eat at the park. Oh, okay. And they had red Thai curry. Nice. Which I've not had. That's not something I, you know. I mean, I know I'm sure there's a few Thai restaurants around that do it. Um, but I so I came home, thought it was great, and I just went to the Asian yeah. market over on over by Liberty Park. Yeah. And I just bought all the curries <laughs> and just tried them all. Yeah, we just tried dinking with them, and it turned out the red Thai was the easiest and the best. Okay. And uh, yeah, and so we started doing that on fries. Nice. And then people started putting it on wings. Okay. I and see I that. started putting it on pizza, and I was like, this is just like. It's a no-brainer. Awesome. But our format at the junctions, there's just so much other stuff that it's like, how do you hone it down? Yeah. You know, and so, so I just decided. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I decided I was bored and not happy doing what I was doing at the junction, and I was going to open a place called Pie and Fry. So what do you like better on your fries? Do you like the gravy or the curry? I'm a red curry guy all the way. Red curry, okay. Uh, or I think uh, I like the chili verde a lot, too. That's, those are probably okay. my two favorites. Okay, yeah, I can't wait to try it. Yeah, and our chili verde is actually spicy. Okay. Which everybody's like, oh, you know, some people are happy and some people aren't, but I'm ha- I like that. I like it too. I think it should be spicy. I think it should be spicy. It yeah. Makes sense. I don't to think my it's head. like crazy spicy. But you hand it to people. Some people think it's like insanely spicy. <laughs> How's your heat tolerance? Um, I I don't think I'm like the like crazy. I'm not like you know, I'm not like crazy guy from Mexico who you uh-huh. know eats fire. But I I'm, I'm like, I'm a probably slightly high end. Okay. Okay. Like if I go to an Indian restaurant, I like medium hot. Okay. Yeah, right. Right, somewhere between mild and hot. How about Thai? Same thing, medium Same hot? Same thing, yeah. Okay. And I think actually Thai and Mexican I can go a little hotter because the Thai has a lot of coconut milk in it. Yes. Which kind of melts it up. And their curry it tones it down. With my mom, you know, Filipino culture, she uses a lot okay. of coconut milk in her curry. Okay. And uh, so that's how I grew up. I love it that way. Yeah, I like I like to make my nose run a little bit. And, yeah, you know, me too. And then if you get a beer with it, and we don't serve beer for various reasons, but... You get a beer with some spicy food, man, and that's like good luck beating that. Oh yeah, I I, I just had some last night. I had some hot wings. I'm like, give me your hottest um, sauce and and a beer. And I watched I watched the UFC fights last night, and I was I was gold with that. <laughs> I was I was a happy camper there. <laughs> oh yeah, no, like, like that's that's a, that's a good night. <laughs> Have you ever seen this show? I just started watching it a lot on YouTube. It's called Hot Ones. No. All right, I want, you, I want to check it out. Y'all check it out. So this guy, Sean Evans, he interviews celebrities. Okay. Like celebrities. He, he, like he did Kevin Hart and Charlize Theron and Seth Green and like all these celebrities. He interviews them and they have a sauce. They have <laughs> okay. eight sauces and they have wing and each wing is flavored in one of the hot sauces and it progressively gets hotter. <laughs> and as he's interviewing them, they like freak out. They're like... I can't answer this, bro. I can't even that think right now. Awesome. And they're turning red. And I, am, I've been on a kick on the show on YouTube. So like late at, late at night when I'm ready to go to bed, I'm trying to like dumb myself down to sleep. I've been watching this. And I'm just laughing. And he's in, in, it, it is fun. So hot ones on hot YouTube. Hot ones on YouTube. I got it. I got uh, check it, it out. It I is will. hilarious. And now, and from watching that, that's where I got my craving last night. I'm like, I need some hot wings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that sounds awesome, though. And then you also get to see how far they're willing to go, right? Yeah. Some people it, tap out. Yeah, it's like, keep, you know. So some the, people just nibble. So the question is, would you tap out? I, I think I would do pretty good. I think you probably, I, I think I would do it. I think I'd do all right only because I wouldn't want to fail on camera. That's true. I, I'd, yeah. I'd be miserable, but it'd be like, well... Well, in for a penny, in for a pound, man. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Maybe we should set something up like that. That might be fun. Oh, that would be fun. Only, would be only if fun. you get bull. I want, I want bull with me. Okay, yeah. And that would be awesome. That'd be fun. Like three of us and just like, get sauces and try it out. That might be that might be pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> Find some hot. Get sauces. a bunch of people and just like, do it sequentially and just yeah. Yeah, see who, who, who taps so out. We could do uh, this this place called Fuego Box. Okay. And they you can do like a monthly subscription where they send you a hot sauce every month or a couple okay. or something like that. 
Uh, anyway, Fuegobox teamed up with this company called uh, Pucker Butt Pepper. Okay. They invented the Carolina Reaper. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah see, and that's, yeah, those are tough, man. So, P- Pucker Butt created the Carolina Reaper. They just created a new pepper called the Black Reaper. You can't buy it. <laughs> they made it specifically for Fuego Box to put in this chocolate bar. <laughs> so, you, people have probably seen, I don't know if you've seen it where I did I have this. It. Okay. I have it. No. So, me and my brother bought this chocolate bar. It's 20 bucks. Okay. It's just a one-bite bar, <laughs> but $5 goes to prostate cancer, so that's okay. you know, a good cause there. Hey, that is a, yeah, yeah. That is a good cause. Um, and then you eat this chocolate bar with the spiciest pepper, so they just kind of mince it up, put it in, <laughs> put the chocolate, and we ate it. it. It was hard. It hurt. Like, the back of my throat was hurting. My brother almost died, I think. <laughs> Intolerance is not as high as mine, and he, like, ended up laying down for a minute. He's like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to puke. He puked. He's like, it was... He's like, it came back stronger. <laughs> he laid in bed. He's like yelling for his daughter, bring me some milk. He was yelling for her. He was, he's like, it's not stopping. It's just getting hotter <laughs> and hotter. Me, help me. And I just was like, I'm cooling down. I'm good. So I felt bad for him. He's like, we are never doing something like feel, this you again. You couldn't have felt that bad for him because you're kind of like. Eh. Yeah, I was like, I was like, come on, man. Come on. Like, Stop. <laughs> yeah, come on. Just but, close your eyes. <laughs> that's what that's what I always get working in the kitchen. I always cut like jalapenos or something. Oh yeah. Or touch something hot, and then you'll be like rubbing your eye oh, or something that's later. The worst. And you're like, oh well, that, that was you're driving down the guy. I was driving down like Parley's, and my eyes like burning. Yeah, like, that's, that's the worst. Or rub your nose or something. Yeah. It's like, oh, why did I like, do that? What, that was, oh, fantastic. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. What made you get into the restaurant business in the first place? You know. So I'm from I'm from like Sugar House, right? Okay. And everybody goes to college, so I was yeah. doing that and bad at it because I suck at school. Okay. <laughs> I just don't like it. It's not my thing. I'm with you. I'm, I'm a dropout. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so you know, who the hell knows? I didn't, you know, who knew what I was doing? It's like, oh, major, I don't know. So I was doing that, and I ended up working at a bar. I don't know if you know Big Jake. Big it's Jake. That is. Yeah, he's like a big Mexican dude. He used to run Lumpy's downtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think he said. Uh, Button yes. down. Yeah. So I, totally I was yeah. friends with Jake's little brother. Okay. And my dad decided I was buying a house. I didn't even know oh, I was buying Okay. One day we were out, we were looking for open houses, <laughs> and we looked at this nice, like, really nice condo, and he was like, this is a 2007. So we go, we walk out, you know, and out of this place, and he goes, I go, that was nice. And he goes, yeah, you think if I uh, helped you with the down payment, you could afford the mortgage? Oh. And I just was like, yeah, I didn't think any. I was like, yeah, probably. <laughs> and like a month later, it was my place. Wow. Okay. But this is back when they just give you money. They're, oh, you work part time? Sure. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so I needed to get like a job that actually paid something. So I ended up going and uh, bouncing at Lumpy's. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so my buddy was like, yeah, my brother runs the Lumpy's. You know, so I went over there and did that. So I did that for, you know, bounced and I'd bar back, a little bit of bartending and just. Kind of just became kind of a jack of all trades. Okay. And it went like totally south. Um, all right. The owner was not, you know, he just, he was spending the money on other things. Yeah. And it was bad. I remember hearing about it, yeah. Yeah. So I have a paycheck started bouncing and I was like, well, oh, God, gosh. It's be something else. And um, so my partner and I, who's also my best friend, okay. way back, were decided, well, if these guys can, if this guy can run a business, we can run a business. <laughs> I like that thought process. Yeah. Yeah. In hindsight, you go, oh, yeah, it's a little harder than that, but okay. Um, so we were looking to buy like franchises. Okay. Um, and at the time, my wife worked at a place called Cowboy Grub. I remember, yeah. Okay. And above that, uh, it was uh, Foothill, actually. Yeah. Okay. Because there's yeah, because there's also uh, what's one park? There's one that's also a cowboy, like yeah. grub steak or something. But yeah, Cowboy Grub, which recently closed, unfortunately, that, that was the best place to get soup. Um, so she was working in there as a server, and okay. above it was the, was a Devon's. Oh. Okay. So I used to go 
like wait for her, and we after work we go get pizza and beer. It's like my favorite place. Yeah. And um, they were selling. We didn't know this at the time. But they were selling the one at Kimball Junction. Oh. So uh, you know, I think we put an offer on, on a Gandolfo's, and that didn't work out. Okay. And the same day we figured out that wasn't going to work out, he'd like drop the price. That was just basically oh. like, I want out, I'm done. Okay. And so I called him back and was like, hey, dude, we want to buy it. And, you know, we're able to work it out through, you know, because we're young, you don't have any money. So you yeah. like you're borrowing from your parents. And I think he covered some of it, you know, where he, you know, he carried a note. Yeah, we ended up buying that. Okay. And, it, awesome. you know, I thought it was going to take some time to get going, but it, it turns out it didn't take that long. It just, we just did well pretty much right out of the Good. Game. Yeah, that's the right, that's what you hope for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, so that, that's that's how we got into doing it, and uh-huh. it was fun. And my my intention was always to sell it, okay. turn it, basically flip it, and then open yeah. a bar. Okay. But it did well enough that we just decided to expand it. Okay. You know, and I, you know, <laughs> in hindsight, maybe maybe we should have sold it and opened a bar. You know, and all the all the hindsight stuff. Yeah, if only we lived there. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. In fact, this I had a similar idea for pie and fry like five years ago, and ended up we ended up expanding the junctions instead. Okay. Um, I, you know, in hindsight, of course, you know all the stuff I'm taking for pie and fry. I learned in those like like the rough couple of years, you know, where things you open a couple stores and all the problems. Yeah. Like I don't think my 24 year old self could open this place. Okay. It just wouldn't have been yeah. able to do it. We're mature enough, probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Frankly, I still don't know how the hell I did it the first time. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it's like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah, you know. that's funny. <laughs> You're like, oh, all right. Well, I'm, and, you know, and you learn like I still remember the worst lesson I ever learned is we went to a pizza expo in Vegas. Okay, which is fantastic. Never knew they had that. But yes. That sounds it's really a, it's cool. It's a great thing. It's like you know, awesome. You know, I mean, picture just pizza. And, you know. but we we actually went down to learn, sat in all these like panels and seminars. Oh, okay. Um, and the the guy like one of the panels we sat in on was like every they're like guys that own multiple locations that do two million dollars a year each. Yeah. So it's like big like heavy hitter guys. Right. And they we, they got into this whole thing about weighing your cheese. Okay. Yeah. And we weren't doing it. I managed a restaurant for a little while that did yeah. pizza, so I'm, yeah, I yeah. Know. yeah, yeah. Weighing your cheese became a thing that was like you have to do it. Uh-huh. And he was like, if you're not, you're stupid. He's going down the whole thing. And um, yeah, so we we came back and I started doing the math on like how much money we've lost over the years not weighing cheese. Oh. And it was it was enough to make you like sick, like twenty or twenty five thousand dollars a year. Wow. You know, so we started doing that and, and tweaked a few other things, and uh, we added like gourmet burgers okay. to the menu, and uh, that's when we really took off. That's when we got to a oh, point nice. where we were profitable enough to expand. Okay, expansion has been tough. I think the biggest problem with the junction is um, wherever I'm not is where it has problems. <laughs> you know, and that's just yeah, and that's the thing with like the new places. It's the system's a lot simpler. Good. It's built basically to be like almost bomb-proof. Okay. As long as they everybody just follows the steps, simple. Nice. What's been one of the, like, the biggest learning curves for you starting a restaurant? Like, Oh, man. Um, you know... Or biggest surprises? You know, it's just employees. Yeah, well, and okay. the government. Dealing, uh, with, okay. dealing with government agencies All is right. hands down the worst thing. Yes. And you don't just have to deal with one. You have to deal with like 10. They don't communicate. In fact, that's what I was supposed to be open last year in Ogden. Okay. And uh, I called like the building department, told them what I was doing, and said, "Hey, what permits do I need?" And you know, and they were like, "Oh, nothing." Yeah, nothing. Oh, okay, nothing. <laughs> well, yeah, because well, the idea is it's turnkey, right? I was going to paint the roof. Okay. Um, there was a cosmetic wall that we basically just cut in half. All the electrical was there. We didn't have okay. any. It was real simple, right? Yeah. Um, but I painted the roof blue, which I, I told them that's what I was going to do. Uh-huh. So I did it, and then like uh, the planning department, uh, the building department, the planning department came in and shut my whole job down. <laughs> 
because I painted the job. They said I painted the because I painted the roof blue without a permit, and I didn't get permits for the work on the interior. And then they only meet every other like month. Yeah. So it took two months there, and it literally oh, would have been man. easy. It's just like, hey, can I could it be paint the roof brown? Like I would do it. It's brown now. Oh my gosh. You know, it's just like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. So that. Oh, then of course they tore up the road. So while this is happening, they oh. tore the road up right in front. You know, fortunately, the landlord up there has been great. The space has been sitting vacant for a while. It's kind of a... Okay. I think it's a space that it'll require a little... It's a good space once we get established, but it's going to require some establishing. Okay. But, I mean... <laughs> yeah, That's been the biggest one. It was supposed to be easy, and it was, like, brutally hard. Well, even as you get going, it's like, you know, you hire employees, and they send you notices about... Like I, have <laughs> some, I had somebody who needed a uh, wage garnishment, right? Oh. And she only worked for me for, like... Two weeks before she just like no call no showed right, so I get the mail, but they can't. They don't just send one letter. They sent like it's like Department of Workforce Services sent like ten letters. So I get the mailman just shows up and like hands you a stack, and they're all from them, and they're basically all the same thing. And you're and I don't know what to do with them. It's like right. you know hundred pages of crap you get, you know, and all you say call them, and the only thing you have to fill out is like one page. Oh, but how you would know that I don't know. Yeah. That's just like stuff like that. That so makes like, sense. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, and, and each municipality is different, so there's like different weird stuff everywhere. It's just like... Because yeah, if someone came up to you and said, hey, hey, Ryan, I'm thinking about starting or opening a restaurant, what would be like the first couple steps you'd give them or tips? The first thing it, I would do is uh, I would tell them to... Are you sure? Well, <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit... Yeah, sometimes. Uh, the first question is, do you have any experience? Okay. And granted, I didn't have any restaurant experience, but... I did have service experience, which is, you know, and I'm pretty good at it naturally anyways. Okay. Um, the first thing is plan it out. Plan, map it, all plan right. it, know what you're going to serve, make sure you've got all your, like, you know, like, okay, so at the junctions, when we, when they were still the Vons, we did specials. We do them every week, and it was a nightmare, because we were always ordering stuff, and, you know, and it just became this, like, ridiculous thing where we make something really good, and then we'd run out of it, and somebody mad, oh. be mad. And we were killing ourselves, and finally it was like, well, we just got to get more structure on this. Yeah. So even if you have good ideas, it's not okay. Good. okay. The execution good, gets a little yes. tougher. Good ideas are for your house, <laughs> and the and if you can't execute the system, there's no point. Your uh -huh. food can be as good as you want it to be, but if it takes sure. you know an hour to get it out, yeah, good point. You know, there's a few exceptions to that. Like I don't know if you ever go to Bodega downtown. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, those guys. I, one of the things I love about there, I actually hate everything about it. Other than the, I like I, their food's good, really good, but uh -huh. I hate the whole shtick. Uh huh. You know, and I hate that you walk outside and there's hipsters asking for passwords. And <laughs> Not into that. Gotcha. But I loved it on their menu. Like they had beer can chicken, and it's like it's gonna take an hour. Tough shit. <laughs> Drink another beer, man. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Like you, you know in advance. You know, but you'll I'll read. I was reading through the reviews one time on Yelp, and it was like our food took forever. And you're like, you're hanging out with your friends. It's not. A, it's clearly not a quick place, right? You yeah. know, like I'm sorry, your food took forever. But <laughs> yeah, it's just like. In fact, for a while they had a sticker that said "We hate Yelp" or "Yelp hates us" or something like That's that. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's just funny because it's just like such a weird. So that that steps experience and then I, put together I think a plan. if you don't have experience, you need to plan and you need to learn. Okay. I think this is probably true of any business, right? I think so, yeah. You know, figure it out. Like, I want to start a, you know, hat company. I've been thinking about doing it because I like hats. Oh, I don't okay. know anything about it. So the first step I would go is I would probably go to a screen printing expo. Sure. And I would just talk to everybody I possibly could. Yeah, that makes, you know, makes sense. Yeah. You know, people, you know, experience without experience, chat with people about equipment. I would learn everything I possibly could. 
you know, without actually doing it. Yeah. And most people are willing to talk to you. you know, yeah, most people are. Yeah, especially like in the restaurant industry, you know, people, like chefs love to tell you what they're doing. I'll tell you what, my experience with meeting like entrepreneurs and things like that, they're always willing to give you tips and help yeah, you absolutely. guide you and want nothing back in return just yeah. to help you out. Yeah, no, I think that's, and you know, and I've been pretty fortunate, not just there, but um, my whole life with guys like that. You know, I've had, yeah. there's a whole bunch of people in my life that are, um, were mentors or, you know, took an interest and, you know, I, you know, I always joke, you know, there's those people that are like, oh, we don't have any positive male role models. Okay. I've got like, 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 like tons of them. Me too. Yeah. And it's, you know, some of it I think is personality, you know, uh-huh. I click with people and some of it's, you know, I work hard and they can respect that. I think there's a whole bunch of reasons that is the case, but, but yeah, get a mentor, have somebody help you and teach That's a good you. tip too. Yeah, in fact, the guy who helped us out a lot, that probably um, kind of a weird coincidence. We oh, we just started in Park City. Okay, there were actually two guys. Um, they were vendors. Oh, we basically okay. had a we had a uh, we had a guy we didn't like who was our vendor, like he was our rep. Oh, right, right. And he wouldn't have been good for us. He wouldn't have been a good fit. And he, he you know, I basically we called him and said, "Hey, this guy's you know, we didn't like him." And we got another guy named John Huey. Um, who really, really made a big difference for us? Good. Because he's he was getting what we were doing. He had just he had, he was a chef that had just started working for Cisco. Oh, okay. And you know, and that was a big thing for you know a guy that just came in and sat down with the computer and you'd sit and talk stuff through. Just was a cool guy. Nice. Yeah, he's just a good guy. I think he works for U.S. Foods now. But in fact, I know he has something to do with all that Vassal. I don't know if you got Vassal Kitchen. Oh right, yeah. Yeah, I haven't yeah, tried. I haven't yeah. tried him yet. But I, I haven't know, either. But it I doesn't either. surprise me that he's involved. I mean, that's kind of his. I don't know his involvement, but it doesn't surprise me that he's okay. somewhere around there. But yeah, cool. you know that's a you know there's tons of examples like that. But that's just a, a good one that was kind of a weird good timing kind of thing. Yeah, and a guy that could have just been a rep and ended up being really good for us, you know. And, and that's, that's kind good. of a cool thing. Yeah, and I've, I've had a lot of guys like that over the years. That's nice. That's you know. good. Now, uh, getting the restaurant business, are you a big fan of Gordon Ramsay? Do you watch his stuff? <laughs> I do. Okay. I, I actually don't like. Um, I've eaten at a couple of those restaurants. Oh, have you? They're good. We're at like Las Vegas. Vegas. Right? I think okay. a lot of those Vegas restaurants are like name chef restaurants are like okay. Eh. Like he probably doesn't go in there ever. Oh yeah, I, yeah, never. And and uh-huh. you know, or if he does, he goes in there and yells, or, you know, does puts on a show or whatever. <laughs> or uh, like Bob, oh, Bobby Flay's restaurants in like Caesar's Palace, like the worst. Oh wow. Yeah, it's like why would I want a guy from you know I would say from Boston? Why would I want an Irish guy from Boston <laughs> making huevos rancheros in Las Vegas? Like this makes no sense. <laughs> You know, anyway. yeah. you know, I know he's famous and whatever, right. but yeah, but yeah, no, the whole Gordon Ramsay thing, uh, I used to do it a little where you just are so explosive uh-huh. and I, I, I'm usually pretty friendly, but I am a little like explosive, mercurial, I think is the word. Okay. And I like that word. Uh, yeah, and sometimes <laughs> I don't do it anymore because now I just like fire people, but I would yell and throw things and you know, wow. throw tantrums okay. and, and I still remember like the worst, the most instant karma I ever, <laughs> I ever had. Was I threw a tray? We have these like big, they're beer trays, and that's what we serve our like, oh. burgers and stuff on. Yeah, and I don't remember exactly what happened, but somebody did something wrong, and it was probably like, like yeah, like and it's the same guy done the same thing wrong a bunch of times. <laughs> like I was infuriated, uh-huh. and I walked back and threw the tray into the garbage can, and like 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 a frisbee almost like flipped it, but it hit the garbage, and then like did this weird thing where like ricocheted, and it took two cups of fry sauce. And shot him right in my face, <laughs> like just bounced right off, hit me right in the face. And you're mad. And I'm like infuriated, and now I'm covered in fry sauce. And I'm just like, 
I mean, I couldn't. You can't help but laugh at that uh, point. You yeah. know, I think I might have been. I'm trying to think if I've had any. I'm sure I've had some since then. But <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah, but I think I think the Gordon Ramsay, like you know, I don't I, I don't sling insults quite like that, but okay. I definitely get pissed off. Now, people that are not from Utah, fry sauce yes. is oh, our, you're right. Uh, it's it's our creation of fifty percent ketchup, fifty percent mayo, mix it up. Yeah, and that's fry sauce. In fact, I think Heinz is now capitalizing on. That. Are they? And they they have a new thing called. Uh, Oh, ketchup mayo or something like that. Yeah, yeah, which is so. fry sauce. Yeah, which is yeah, our fr- which we is, call it fry sauce. Uh, our fry sauce. We've had it here yeah. forever. So. <laughs> I was actually I ate at a place in I in Driggs, Idaho, that claimed in Idaho invented fry sauce, and oh, for really? some reason it really just like irked me. I was like, oh, no, you didn't. That's our only. Of course, it's Idaho. What's their contribution to the culinary yeah. arts? You know, potatoes. It might as well be like Utah North, anyways. <laughs> yeah, you know, Utah North. Except I can actually buy beer in a like good beer in a convenience store. Yes, yeah. That's about it, right? Yeah, that's yeah. about it. <laughs> but yeah. So you now, you didn't have experience in, in in the restaurant world. Just a little bit of the service hospitality yeah, part. Yeah. Um, now you're like you're creating your recipe. You're, you're the one creating the recipes, right? Yeah, I, I've been doing that for a while. The menu at the junction's my menu. It's it's a menu right. that I've basically tweaked. You know, it was an existing Devon's menu, so we, there there were a lot of things that were carried over that okay. we've, we've just eliminated, and then we've tweaked the burgers, some of the other stuff. But yeah, as a as a system, it just doesn't work. Right. So this new place is a system. It's it, I, I have a pretty good football background. Like I played and I coached and. And systems are how you win. Absolutely. <laughs> so this place is an actual system. And that's probably why you were thinking about buying a franchise, right? They yeah, have that a was system. actually that actually was completely the thing is we can fall, we can learn under their system. Yes. And in hindsight, the franchise thing, you know, probably the way we did it was better because we got some system. I think so. Actually. Yeah, we yeah. got some system, but we also got a ton of room to freelance. Yes. Versus, you know, in a franchise, you basically run their system. Exactly. You know, and I think in hindsight, buying a Gandalfos probably would have been. You know, or like Blimp, or not, was it not Blimpy, Quiznos. <laughs> oh, yeah. There were a million Quiznos for sale, and now we know why. Yeah, they're out of yeah. It's like, you didn't do that. It's like them. Dickie's Barbecue. Yeah. In fact, ever, I've looked at five Dickie's spaces that were, like, before this. Yeah. Um, in fact, the one's at Jordan Landing, or yep, whatever yeah. this one is out here. Yep. I looked at that one, and it was really expensive. It was huge. Um, and the, it seems closer to my house than Ogden. Uh-huh. When you factor in the traffic or, like, any time of the day, True. it's actually faster to go to Ogden. <laughs> Because I live out there, so it's... Yeah. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> so it does get... Yeah. It does look no, it's, crazy. Not, it's nice. It's just the traffic sometimes. It's just like, oh. it, yeah, it is. So <laughs> so did you, did you feel like you kind of transferred into this position of now, I am a mad scientist? Yeah, I definitely am a little bit of yeah, yeah. a mad scientist. Like, a little bit of, I don't know, like... Wizard. In fact, I have a wizard sign, like a Gandalf quote. Oh, yeah. It's like the oh, wizards never late. You know, they arrive whenever <laughs> they're supposed to. But, yeah, but no, there's a little bit of wizardry and a little bit of like yeah experimentation. Like we basically opened with six items that we knew. I've done these. I've locked them down over the years. I know I can do these every time. Execute right. them. The dough recipe is one that I've been tweaking for years. Okay. And we do one size so we can control. Like it's basically everything super regimented, and then I have these funky little pans. You know, I did all that stuff, and then everything above that is a little bit bad scientisty. Yeah, we just kind of okay. You know, today we're doing pork. I don't know why. I don't know what. We'll just see what happens. I like that. I like that. Yeah, and it's fun. Do you yeah. watch Food Food Network then? Oh yeah, absolutely. In fact, I would probably be fantastic. And you know, of course, this will probably blow up my face. Point. Uh, <laughs> what is it? Is it chopped? 
Yeah. Uh-huh. Chopped. That's my favorite. I'm like, I'm like a kitchen MacGyver. I like that. Especially if I'm getting, like, if I'm like drinking and I'm like, oh, I'm out of, you know, like I, you know, oh, I'm out of flour to thicken my mac and cheese. I'll just use mashed potatoes. You know, I'm like oh, totally, I'm totally that guy. Interesting. Yeah. And I'm really good at taking like cheap cuts and making them like expensive, you know, yeah. making them taste really good. Stuff like that. You know. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I, I mean, when I, as, as a, when I was a bachelor and I lived alone. That chopped with a gothic cigar got me thinking, like, oh, let me yeah. do this because, mm-hmm. you know, I like, don't have a lot of food, so See, I'm, <laughs> I'm I am, create I'm, something. I'm the opposite. I have so much weird stuff in my house that I, like, you know, <laughs> like, because every time I do something, like, strange, I end up having uh-huh. to buy the ingredients. So I'm like, you'll go through my spice cabinet. It's just like, and I'm never going to do it. Like, who knows? But one day, maybe I'll need it, need it again. Same yeah. thing at work. Um, at the new place, I've been confusing my Cisco rep. He just doesn't get what I'm doing at all. Yeah, like you order random stuff, and there's so much off the wall stuff that it's like I know it exists. You just gotta find it. (laughs) Like uh, like cashmere peppers, you know, and you gotta go usually like to an Indian market to get it. Okay. So I ended up like special ordering that, and I'm like, it's weird. I'm the only pizza place with like garam masala and cashmere, and we've got this, we've got all kinds of crazy. I actually doing uh, vegan gluten free gravy. That's really good. We're calling it harmless gravy. But it, the, I found yeah. this really funky stuff at the Asian market. It's mushroom bouillon. Okay. But it doesn't look like chicken bouillon. It almost looks like granulated like mushroom. Interesting. And it, it tastes like you could almost use like salt. You could salt like a fry or something with it. Oh, okay. But I, I'm you know I'm in there and I ask I ask this guy like, hey, can I get a case of this? And he just looked at me like, nobody ever asked for a case of this stuff, you know? <laughs> right. They actually had to like he actually had to go like ask his manager. They had to like track one down for me. Wow. <laughs> you know because. I, well, I need to try it out. I yeah. need a case, and I don't like coming over here all the time. So yeah, huh. <laughs> yeah, that's funny because it's like everything's in Japanese except the ingredients, and it's got like a little bit of like a phallic-looking mushroom, you know. <laughs> you know, you're just like, well, that it's great. Yeah, so that that was the trick. We'd, I've been working on the gravy, trying to get a good vegan, gluten-free option. Okay. And then we found this, and it's just like, and we actually been putting other stuff too. It's awesome. Interesting. It's just a stupid ingredient that you never heard of that. I'd never seen it. Wow, and I usually if and I don't I'm always see, in Asian markets. Yeah, if I don't see it, I buy it. Like if okay. I haven't seen it before and I'm somewhere, I usually buy it and try it. Ah, I like that. Though. Yeah, like like I say, I like you know I was doing curry and I just went to the Asian market and just bought like boxo curry. Right, and just started mixing different things. Yeah, and it was like we're gonna try it. We'll do a base, and you know that took me forever. You know, but that's a lot of yeah. you know a guy who works runs an Indian restaurant. That guy has been doing this for 20 years. So for me to get caught up, I'm, I can't just right. do it one time and hope for the best. Yeah. I'm gonna have to just repeat and tweak and tweak and. And that's, that's true. You know, and that's how, that's how I usually develop recipes. I get, I get a whiteboard. Oh, okay. I stand next to a whiteboard and we just start flinging stuff in and hoping for the best. You are a scientist. Tasting it and going, okay, I didn't like that. We'll do it different next time, making notes. And we do that over you know a month or so and then yeah. you get something pretty good. Something product-wise that's... You really are a scientist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's like, awesome. Like we'll do the curry base and then we'll take all the other curries and, and mix stuff and check if we like coconut milk or yeah. you know, cream and all that. Do you have a, like right now, do you have a favorite ingredient like you're working with? Oh, you know. Or they're all, playing around with? They're all, that mushroom, the mushroom okay. stock is definitely on that list. And that was actually a pretty good breakthrough. Um, we've been thinking around with like roasting carrots and doing things like that. Just kind of, I don't know. Interesting, <laughs> oh, okay. What flavor do we get from this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, tweaking, you know, we tweaked our yellow curry to make it vegan because it had uh, oyster sauce in it, so we took that out and used the mushroom oh, okay. And we're always tweaking stuff like that, but... Yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm kind of right now at the new place, but I'm structural. I actually hired a guy who's maybe maybe one of my best hires ever. His name's Mike. 
I forget his last name, and he hates he hates you know he, <laughs> he hates it when anybody like you know gives him a compliment. Anyways, okay. but he's like seriously one of the most talented guys I've ever seen. Awesome. Some of the stuff he cooks up is just incredible. Nice. But he's a lot like me, where he doesn't like want to write it down or organize it. Uh huh. So we've really been just like write it down. If, you'll be mad if you don't because you won't remember what you did. You'll exactly, never duplicate exactly. it. I've, we've all done that. <laughs> Yeah, so that, that's been a good one. So I've been kind of let I've been trying to work on the structural stuff, and I just kind of let him freelance. I like that. Yeah, that's we good. play you know rules like whatever's in the building. You know, if it's in the building, do what you want with it. You know, yeah. you can you know we have so many such a wide variety of ingredients. Okay. For different you know things that it you know even though it's simple like on the back end, on the front end it looks like we're you know super complicated. Like I know he's been making Alfredo, but he's not putting flour oh. in it. Interesting. He's using cream cheese as like one of the. Okay. No, he, right. I mean it's great. I mean it's really good. Yeah. It's really good Alfredo, but it's like not actually Alfredo. It's not Alfredo in the way you would typically make it. Right. Interesting. Yeah. So it's kind I of like that. I like, I like playing around with that type of stuff. Oh that's yeah, fun. that's the most fun. It yeah, is. Yeah. Like so when I was a bachelor, for me that was fun just to make up things mm -hmm. and just try it out, see how it was, and learn from trial and error. Like, okay, yeah. that tasted terrible. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's the thing. Sometimes it doesn't. It, they're not all winners. Yeah. You know, they're they're not they're in fact like the curry thing, the whole curry, like I've been working on curries for years trying to get like that Indian curry. Uh -huh. And I've had a couple where it's been like we've made I'll make it, it's so bad that I'm like, We're just gonna go <laughs> we're just gonna go get Indian food. I don't know what I did. Like I curdled something, right? I don't know. Indian food, we'll just go buy food. I'll tell you my favorite thing to make, because I get to play around and do different things with it, is hamburgers. Oh, well yeah, absolutely. That's like it's, my favorite thing to experiment with. And pizza's the same thing, blank platform. Yeah. So you can go, well, would this be like, okay, like we did a couple of years back, and we'll probably bring it back. We did buttermilk base. Okay. We made a, like a buttermilk cheese sauce. All right. We put bacon and Brussels sprouts on it, like shaved Brussels sprouts. Okay, okay. And then throw them on there, and then with a, and with a bacon, and like we basically kind of toss it all together and then put that on a pizza and then run it through the oven. Huh. It was fantastic. Interesting. You know, we've done it like for weeks. I know we ended up with a box of, I, I thought I ordered like, you know, it said six leaks, but it meant like six bundles of leaks. So oh. I got like like seventy five pounds of leaks. You know, I'm like, okay, well, you know. So yeah, I mean, it's I love doing that stuff, and that's what's yeah. fun about having like a where you're not a franchise, you've got your own place. You can exactly. just you can just throw it up there. You put it on the board, and you know, people like it. They'll order, it, and if they don't, well, oh well, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sometimes you actually make great stuff, put it on the board, and nobody touches it. That happens too. Because we think is they're scared. Uh, we did it with catfish one time, and it was amazing. We did like Cajun fried catfish yeah. with like a corn salsa, like corn salsa pico okay. thing, and tater tots, which I actually hate tater tots, but for some reason somebody talked me into it. Um, <laughs> couldn't sell, could not give it away, and it I was love it was oh it was amazing. Like it was it was like one of the favorite things we've ever made. Wow, nobody would order it, and I, and then you're stuck with like forty pounds of catfish, and you're like, oh well, shoot, yeah, what do I do, what do, I do with that? <laughs> So what we ended up doing was just not telling anybody it was catfish, and we just had fish tacos. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we used there you go. All the same ingredients, put it on a tortilla, and people were like, oh, this is really good. What, what kind of fish is this? Catfish. I just didn't tell you in advance. Yeah, in fact, okay. Okay, we do it at the new place with that harmless gravy. Okay. It's, it's good enough that people don't actually think it's vegan. Like, okay. it's actually that. It's good nice. enough that people who do not, in fact, I sold it to some guy that I'm pretty sure wouldn't, has never even heard the term vegan. <laughs> and we, I don't tell him what it is. I just hand it to him and go, oh, try this. And then when they like it, then I explain what it is. Right. But if I tell them it's vegan, at first they're like, no, I don't want to try that. All right, that gives me another topic here. Right? One thing that irks me is people that are, they say, oh, oh I love uh, uh, oysters. Right. Like, oh, I hate oysters. Oh, what? Why, why do you hate oysters? Well, I never tried them. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. drives me nuts. It drives like, me insane. How do you know you don't like it? I get it the opposite way, though, because I don't like sushi. 
Okay. And I've tried a lot of sushi. Okay. Like I had like I had a girlfriend that was when I was in high school. She was a huge sushi. You know, it forced me to get my ex wife, or going to be my ex wife, is. Uh, she spent a lot of time in Japan. Loves, oh, okay. loves the stuff. Her, you know, her dad was stationed over there. And my roommate, they all love it. Okay. They always drag me to sushi, and everybody always tells me, oh, have you tried sushi? And the answer is yes. I have tried all of it, octopus tentacles. with Okay. Like, and like, I, I have a policy. I will put it in my mouth and try it. And the Good. conclusion I've come Good. to is I can eat it. Like I, I could eat sushi if I was starving, Okay. but okay. I would never want to order it. <laughs> that makes sense. But at least you've tried it. I though. mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. At least you or sashimi. It. Oh, yeah. I don't know how I right. even talked into that. I've had that somebody talk me into that <laughs> multiple times. I'm like, why am I eating raw fish? Right. And then I have to have like six beers to even get to the point where it's like palatable. <laughs> so I should have just ordered something else. <laughs> but I like that you at least tried it and you're willing to try it, where most people just are not willing. It's like, but you'll never know. Okay. What's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? Balut. Balut? I don't think I've had balut. It's in the Philippines. Okay. It's a duck egg. Oh, okay. I do know what you're talking okay, about. Okay, and they I've steam it. And I've not had it. It's got it's the a, actual duck in it's it. It's got the actual duck in it. Yeah. yeah I, I but it's really good. But <laughs> it's awkward as hell. I'm, gonna have to, I'm really curious. I would try it. I would totally. Yeah. I'm trying to think where you can find some nowadays uh, here locally. I can't think of it, but I can do some research. Yeah, I'd be curious. Yeah, I wouldn't. That'd be fun. Too. I don't go for it. Like, I'm not like, ooh, where can I find some blue? Yeah. Like, is it good? Yes. Don't want to eat all the time? Absolutely no. not. It freaks yeah. me out. Yeah. Um, I when I ate it though I don't eat the chick, mm-hmm. I just eat around it and I and just leave the leave, chick. Yeah, leave the chick on the table. So you know, it's, you know, it's maybe it's blasphemy <laughs> me saying this for other Filipinos like blasphemous, Derek. How you dare you not eat it? I'm sorry. There it, are people it, starving somewhere. You yeah, have to eat that chick. I tried it. It freaks me out. But I, hey, I tried it. I like parts of it. <laughs> yeah, I think that falls under the category of like pickled pig's feet mm, and some yeah. of those things that like people eat. Uh, you know, and you're like. You know, you yeah. try it or head cheese. That's is exactly one. it. Ooh, head cheese, yeah. Ooh. Head cheese isn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. My brother loves it. I, I don't. I don't like it, but it's not awful. It's like I always thought it was going to be really bad, and yeah. then I finally tried. it, I was like, eh. very irony. Yeah, it's irony, or oh, yeah, like liver. Ugh. Yeah, I think yeah. I take head cheese over. I guess any kind of liver. Yeah, yeah. But, but at least we'll try it, right? Because you never know what you'll find. Yeah. It's your favorite thing. Yeah, and maybe maybe you'll love it. Maybe you won't. Sometimes I've, I've had people try you know things and didn't tell them. Like you said, I don't tell them what it was. But hey, try these like uh, crispy crispy type things. Or you know, like this is pretty good. What is that? Pig ears. Oh yeah, che- <laughs> like like fried pig, like chicharron. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. almost like that. Yeah, uh-huh. and they're like, oh, it's actually pretty good. I'm like, I know, right? Like, but you wouldn't have tried if I told you try some pig ears. Yeah, you'd have said, no, nah, I don't want pig <laughs> yeah, ears. Yeah, but I was like, it's pretty good, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> We, yeah, I've done that we got a little thing. bit of that with Bullet. Uh, Bullet, with, like, the last 4th of July we did, or maybe the year before, he brought chicken hearts. Oh. <laughs> Which, I, I, they're, they're not my favorite. They're not bad. Yeah, they're not bad. Uh, but yeah, we had a whole bunch of people like, I don't know. I, I, don't, I can't eat these. And you're like, you should at least try it. <laughs> yeah, at least try it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't mind chicken hearts, but I can't eat a lot of it. I get sick of it fast. I'm like, okay. They're just kind of chewy. Yeah, they're very chewy, and they're also very irony. It's mm-hmm. like, well, okay, I'm getting that. Yeah. Same with like escargot. If you had escargot. Yes, I have So I, the first few escargot I had I actually liked it it was like in a garlic sauce maybe because it was in garlic yeah it's garlic and butter yeah Yeah. so it's good then after a while I'm like alright I'm done (laughs) I I just don't I'm a texture guy like I don't like I don't like raw I like flavor of mushrooms I don't like mushrooms okay Um, and yeah escargot falls into that kind of just the oysters Uh I actually don't like like mussels all that much I'm not a big shellfish guy in general okay and that's why it's like just the texture of them is just kind of like that I'm even a little little weird about shrimp I only like to eat shrimp if they're from like the Gulf of Mexico. Okay. Wild caught in the U.S. Like I hate like Asian shrimp. Okay. Because they're like, like rubbery. Like. <laughs> I love all sorts of shrimp, man. I, just, I grew up on it. So yeah. I'm like, oh yeah. 
I love shrimp. <laughs> no, I, like I said, I love it if it's good shrimp, but it's got to be good shrimp. Yeah. It was hard, like, we're lock, landlocked, right? So it's hard yeah. to do, like, the best kind yeah, of Yeah, you have here. to go and hope that somebody has, like, like Mexican shrimp. Yeah. It's even hard to order it. It is. It really is. Like, like I, I bulk, and, you know, and then you're talking to your Cisco rep again, and you're like, I want to find out if the shrimp's from Mexico. I don't want Asian <laughs> shrimp. I want Mexican shrimp. You know, and just, and they're, like, looking at you, like... <laughs> like shrimp, shrimp, buddy. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure I drive them nuts. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it's like I, you need to find this thing for me. I know you know. I know it exists. You know it exists. It's your job to figure it out. Right. Yeah. I want. I, I want to talk about another top or another item in your restaurant, and uh, maybe one of my favorite okay. topic here is is the pie, the dessert pie. Mm-hmm. So you're mad scientist with that as well, right? Yes. Up with different pies. So the dessert and- pie. Actually, here's how it came to exist as it is currently constructed. Okay. Um, I've never had success doing desserts in my restaurants. And we've done some really good ones, but it becomes a matter of the labor can't produce it or you're okay. trying to cook it while you're busy. Ah. You know, like we've, we've done donuts, uh, like Italian donuts. Or oh, okay. Uh, we did a s'more pizza one year that was amazing. Ooh, that sounds But, good. you know, they had to be made in advance. Then if you ran, they had to be par-cooked. Then if you ran out, people would be mad because you didn't have, you know. Yeah. Or your staff wouldn't duplicate it the way you'd want. So the training, you know, you, you felt like you were training all the time. Um, and desserts are a good thing to have. Oh, yeah. Because they do two things for you. <laughs> when you mess up, you give somebody a dessert. <laughs> right, and right. I actually, And actually, at this place, we're using it as a marketing tool. You know, okay, I yeah. have flyers. You go out and you get them, hey, free pie. And they just come oh, in. Yeah. And, you know. yeah, good. In fact, that's like my best marketing strategy. It's, this, it's kind of a stupid People one. People love just, free stuff. Well, it's free stuff. And I think we're good enough that if you just get them in, they come back. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, so that's so it came to be. How do I make a dessert that we can make in when we're on our downtimes, in advance, um, and be super low skill? Basically, the skill level on it is put this, put these five things in this bowl, whip it, and then make a crust, which is also super easy. Uh And I have a scoop. We scoop it in and put whipped cream on top. Real, I mean, really, and the variation on it. You know, I think right now we we have Oreo all the time, and we always do a fruit. So we have Oreo, and we also have blueberry, I think blueberry lemonade. Ooh. We've done some other, you know, like crazy. Like, I know we had, we were doing s'more, but it, it involved a torch. Okay. And then I, like, almost lit something on fire. <laughs> so we were decided that's probably a bad plan. All right. So no torches. <laughs> but yeah, that, I mean, that's how, how the actual dessert came to be is, you know, and you could do banana cream pie. You could do, uh, there's just tons, there's so much variation What's on your favorite? this. You know, my favorite's probably, I like the Oreo, the blue, they're, they're all good. But like in general pies. Oh, that is such, probably banana cream. That's a good. One. That's such a tough. It's such a tough question because I like it all. Yeah. <laughs> you know, French silk. I like. Ooh, yeah. yeah, stuff like that. But yeah, the idea is that it's super easy to do that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Almost anybody can do it. We can make a ton of them at once in right. a huge batch, and then you know, and then give them out if we are having a slow service or. You know, maybe you just like somebody and you give them a pie, you know. Yeah. You know, who knows? But, you know, and then you were also selling them, obviously. Uh-huh. And our cost on them is pretty good. So it, it's a... Okay. It's like a, you know, a $3 dessert. We're basically selling them for 3 bucks. I think our cost is under a dollar. It's like maybe... Okay. Depending on which one we're yeah. doing and all that. Um, but it's, yeah, I mean, it's easy. <laughs> right. And people like dessert. Exactly. I worked uh, in high school. I worked at a pie... Well, Marie Callender's. I worked at Marie mm-hmm. Callender's in high school. Right by my high school. And my friend Vanessa got me a job over there. <laughs> and uh, so it was kind of fun to see them make it. You know, their commercial yeah. is we make pie every day. And my, I remember my dad dropped me off one day. He goes, so do they really bake their pies every day? I say, yes. But the pie you buy doesn't mean it was made that day. Though. Right. <laughs> Correct. But they do bake pies every day. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, the logistics are just like virtually impossible if you were going to bake them every day. Oh yeah, and, yeah it and, just never happened. And have it have it ready. Yeah, especially like on a Friday when people want it for dessert or Saturday. Yeah. It's like, whew, yeah, that'd be hard. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They take a while to bake for sure. Yeah, and you know, and I know everybody's trying to do that. Like, uh, there's a place in Logan that does Fazuki. Which is like uh, cookie dough. They run through their pizza oven. Like I've tried all oh, that stuff. Okay, it just never works right. Even doing baking cookies is hard. Yeah. So that was where the whole thing came came to be. Is how do I make this thing refrigerated easy? Anybody makes it. Ah, yeah. Good shelf life on it. So if I don't sell it today, it's fine tomorrow. Yeah. All that stuff, and that that's what I came up with. I like it. Yeah. I, like I mean, it. it's just yeah. It's just a, it's a and they're and they're really good and they're super easy. <laughs> What's the funnest thing for you to do? Like uh, when it comes to like. On a daily routine, what's the funnest, like, something you always look forward to do? Like, I'm going to, can't wait to do this. You know, I, I, I like customer interaction. I think it's super, okay. fu- I think it's super fun when somebody comes up to the counter, it's their first time in, and you just start handing them hot spoonfuls of stuff. Oh, okay. And you kind of make a believer out of them. I think that's the most fun. Nice. You I know, like and there's that. a lot of stuff that goes into that, but that is like the moment that we want to be at, and we do everything to get there. That's awesome. Yeah. I like that. So, I mean, yeah, so it's all preparing to get to that point. Yeah. So when the customer walks in, we can impress them. That makes sense. I don't know. It's like, like I don't know. Yeah, you go like you kind of. You know, I go to restaurants and talk to people all the time, and there's always a few that stand out, and that's usually yeah. what it is. Is you know, like I think we, we were in Italy and we went to this pizza shop, and you know, the guy, you know, we're sitting there talking to the guy about making pizza. Yeah. He's cutting mushrooms, and he was complaining that it was a day off, and I can totally relate to all those things. <laughs> you know, and it was just a super good time. We just sat there and hung out. He was drinking wine, and he ends up giving me a beer. You know, and nice. We've had, you know, I've had those experiences, and and that's kind of that's like the dream experience, right? So the goal is to get to where that is always the experience, or at least like as it. close to that as you can. A and good example that just got me thinking of like. I do like sushi, <laughs> mm-hmm. but you know, going sitting down at Absolutely. the bar mm-hmm. of the sushi versus sitting at the table and you're mm-hmm. interacting with the chef and he's correct. Trying, hey, you want to try this? Yeah. I just came up way with more this. fun. Heck yeah, I want to try that. And, and hey, have you ever tried this before? I never tried it. Here, try this. And right. I, yeah, you're right. I love that interaction. Yeah. And that and that's basically what I'm trying to do. And that's that's probably why it's so weird, is that it's basically really high end fast food uh-huh. with an interaction. And my other places are like that too. That's why they don't work super well. It's like beer and. And we get busy, the interaction phase uh-huh. and our ticket times because we're trying to do everything well. So we've basically built a system where we can do everything well and do that. Nice. And the real tough part is getting your, your staff to buy in to, okay. you know, like I hate counters. In fact, I thought about going counterless. Oh, basically, we're basically where the, but, but I needed somewhere to actually stage the food and, you know, hand out samples yeah. and all that. So that didn't work, but I hate it when they stand behind the counter and they just, like somebody walk in the door and they'll just stand there and stare oh, at Oh, yeah. Them. Are they on their phone? Yeah, all oh, that. <laughs> oh, yes. That drives me crazy. Cell too. phones, and that's gotten so much worse. Yeah, that's when you know you've, I've been doing this about ten years, and that's when you know it's gotten like, like long. Like you're older now. It's like that was not as big a thing when I started. Yeah, and now it's like even the old people have the phone out, and you're just like, right, oh, man. Yeah, I yeah, I hate it's that. Much. So hey, it's I'm so here. infuriating. Or or when they come up and they're on the phone, they come up to you. The customer comes up to you, and they're on the phone talking. Oh, that's you're standing there in, as an employee, like. Well, and then the, and, and then I you start getting you. the thing where like they get all grumpy. It's like you're trying to get them to order, and then their order gets messed up. Inevitably, it happens all the time. Inevitably, their yes. order is messed up, and then they're mad at you, and you're like, "Well, <laughs> you're paying attention. You're on the phone." Oh, we've had a few. My favorite, actually, my favorite mad customer story. Okay, so I had for some reason people like to give fake names. I like to okay, so I like to use names rather than numbers. Okay, which is a little annoying at times because you actually have to go find the name. Okay. Uh, but I like to do it so that I know my customers' names. You know, if I have a lot of repeat business, oh. I start learning everybody's name, and you okay. can, it's a community gotcha. thing, right? So, but once in a while, I'll have these guys that give me fake names. I mean, it happens 
all the time. I all don't. Right. I don't know why. So one day, <laughs> this guy comes up, or these all these guys come in. They order, you know, they order their food. Probably ten like construction workers. Okay. Okay. So everybody gets their food out, and we cannot find like his name. I think it was like Jason. We can't find this guy named Jason. All right. So we're wandering through the restaurant trying to find Jason. I'm like, I don't know what you know. I don't know where this guy is. Like, I guess we'll set it down, and eventually Jason will show up. Right. Like ten minutes later, this guy comes up and is like just livid. He's going like nuts at us, and you know he's like, you guys, all my friends got food. And he's like screaming at us. It's like, what's your name? So the guy tells us his real name. Okay. And we still can't. Feel, like we're sitting there like, and then it occurred to me. I was like, did you give me a fake name? Uh, and it, I could see him be like go like it was like bing light bulb. Yeah. And he was like. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! It's like, well, I have your food. You didn't. Like, if you're gonna give me a fake name, try to remember your fake name, <laughs> right? And it wasn't like a like. Sometimes they'll give you a name they think's funny. Like I have these kids that come in there with use like pirate names. Okay. Stupid stuff like that. No, <laughs> this is like why your name's Jason. Why would you tell me your name's David? Like, like just right. what is the reason here? <laughs> like just to make my life hard. Right. Right. I don't know. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, and he was like, dude. Yeah, it was funny because he sat down and his friends were like making fun of him. Like, good. He deserves it. Idiot. He deserves it. Yeah. You know, you're going like, yeah, he's all screaming it out. It's just funny. <laughs> so tell everyone, Fry and Pie. Uh, pie, pie and, and Fry. fry. I, I thought about when I said it. There is a place called Fry and Pie mm. in Shreveport, Louisiana. Ah. And people will actually walk in and try to. It's not happening anymore because we've been open a little longer. But when we first opened, they'd walk in and be like, I want this. And you're like, that's not us. Uh, in fact, okay. Uber Eats put the Uber Eats and DoorDash put that menu on our Uber Eats stuff, oh. and then could not understand why I was so pissed off when I they they're like, "Well, we put it up," and you're like, "That's not our menu." Right? Okay, that's yeah. funny. So pie and fry, pie and fry, yeah. and so that's up in Ogden. It's up in Ogden. Um, how can they? Are you guys out on social? Where yeah, can people uh, find Facebook, you guys? Facebook, Instagram. I do have a Snapchat, but I don't use Snapchat, so I'm working on that. Okay. Uh, Pieandfry.com. Okay. Pie.com.net. Um, yeah, that's, that's oh, good. The you guys got them both. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, I just bought all of them. Good. Good. Yeah, when I bought them, I was like, no. <laughs> I waited too long actually, and it cost me like a thousand bucks because I'd registered oh. the business, and then somebody else bought the like GoDaddy bought the domain before I could get over and buy it again. Yeah. So it was like a like a two dollar domain that turned into like a thousand dollars. I was like, I know, I know the pain of dealing with something like that. Oh yeah, it's the worst. Like, so yeah, I know, I know the pain. Um, fighting with a owner oh. of another domain, so I'm like, oh, come on, yeah. man, you're not even using it. Just give help it me, help me out. Yeah, give it up already. All right, so awesome thing for you there, and I'm following you guys on, on social. So. Oh yeah, and I, you know, and I'm not like a social, you know, I, I'm like a once a week guy. I need to get better at it, but. I know we were talking about that. But we gotta get better yeah. on our socials. Yeah, I gotta get better at it. <laughs> but yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't wait to see this go. I love the ideas of it. Um, so I'm just super excited for you, man. It's been fun getting to know you. Yeah, and, it's been great. It's and, been and a good hanging time. out. So, so appreciate anything else you want to mention out there over? No, here? other than that, it was fun. Like I say, good, good time. Hi, everybody, yeah. and uh, come check us out. All right, guys, hit links here again for watching or listening to another episode of the DVO Show, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Zip.